Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Forging Life Podcast. I am the host, Trey Ryder, and the Forging Life Podcast is about hardships, parenting, entrepreneurship, and the struggles that we deal with every single day. We will have many interviews with special guests, and you can actually see some of these interviews on YouTube, and you can even join the discussion by heading over to Facebook and typing up Forging Life Podcast and join our page. You guys, thank you so much for coming in, and I hope you enjoy season number two of the Forging Life Podcast. All right, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Forging Life Podcast. I am your host, Trey Ryder, and today I have a special guest with me. His name is Mark Peterson, which I'm excited to actually speak with him. And the reason being, most of you have heard this already, I'm an Army veteran, 14 years, and he is part of the People's Patriot Project. And what they do is the shock and awe in combating the silent, invisible, and deadly enemies of our daily heroes. So that is an amazing statement. And I was reading that just to make sure that I could get it across. Uh it's very impactful. So, you know what, Mark? Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, Brother Trey, thank you so much for having me. Um, and I should say us because uh, when I come to the, the thing, you're bringing the entire nation of our patriots and uh, we the people. So I, I say me loosely and we strongly and uh, we get the job done. So thanks for having us. Like I said, we're definitely excited that you're here and part of this. I know we've uh, exchanged words. You got uh, your own uh, People's Patriot Project. You do a numerous amount of lives over on on your group. And since I just brought that up, why don't you tell us about this group first and foremost? Uh, So uh, we are, we the people, the People's Patriot Project. And uh, we are an organization that insists on being boots on the ground and building relationships and reaching out to those that are in need. we are the first ones to come out and saying, you know, not all of our veterans, not all of our first responders are in some kind of traumatic or social emotional position that they need help. And we're not here to fix anybody, but we're here uh, to, to lighten the load. That's a, a phrase we use quite often where we will put the tools in their pockets and, and help them move forward in a way and, and lighten all the things that they got going on. We got stuff. People got stuff. Um, we showcase veterans and first responders, but on top of that, we say the, the word patriot, uh, which has come under fire a little bit recently, and we're strong to defend that and the fact that these are people that love the, the country that we live in, and um, that's that's what we do. We support those people that have the chance or want the chance to, to move forward. Uh, the exciting piece, and we, we don't talk any politics in our organization, but the exciting piece of of our country is uh, our forefathers were pretty bright and they figured out a way to build this country in a way that it grows and we can amend to the end. And I recently done some posts where I said, you know what, it probably didn't happen the way everyone wanted it at first, but we're getting there. And uh, you have to acknowledge the growth that we've had. Uh, will it get better? Yes, it'll get better. Uh, but we got to do it together. Again, we the people come together, working together, being together. And ultimately, we think happy heroes make for happy communities, and we want to make sure we're taking care of those brothers and sisters that have already laid it on the line for us. 
Outstanding, my friend. I'm sorry to, to hear about uh, the little struggles you're currently having. And I actually want to explore that. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to hear uh, what is putting the organization under fire or you or uh, whatever you're speaking of now. Yeah, well, I think it's our, our recent illustrious United States leader who likes to use the word patriot in, in certain occasions. And uh, I don't know that I think it's just misplaced sometimes. Um, you know, I'm here in Minnesota and we've seen a lot of things happen uh, from last May till now. And um, I love the freedom and the opportunity to speak. And um, people get in on the band. I get it. I get it. Uh, should, should we kneel during the, the national anthem? I don't care what you do. I know what I do. Um, I honor that bad boy. And if you want to kneel, take time to kneel. It's that's what I went to fight for. Um, and I'm not, uh, I'm not worried about those schematics. And so, um, a lot of people wanted to paint the movement on the Capitol as a patriotic move. And I disagree with that statement. Um, I saw some people doing what they were supposed to do and, uh, we're using the forms of marching appropriately. And then we saw some people do some things that they shouldn't be doing. Um, and I, and I can't speak for that. Um, the second they went through the first gate, uh, and forced the gate, they were wrong. Um, collectively, that was not the over end. I say this frequently, the message got lost. The message of being, um, fighting for the liberties, fighting for our constitution, that message got lost because some knuckleheads. And again, at the end of the day, we're here to help our brothers and sisters that served and, uh, and probably, and try to stay in that positive messaging, always positive messaging. We're, we're not in a, in a funk We're we're, we're moving forward. You know, at the end of the day, that's, you see a lot of these, uh, these communities coming together and doing peaceful marches. And, uh, it doesn't matter about the Capitol Hill or not, uh, Black Lives Matter or, you know, the, the next one that there will be, you know, it all starts off the way everybody means it to be. And the thing is, whether somebody agrees with what you are doing right now or me or somebody else, there's always going to be somebody that is upset or feels that we are handling something differently than the way they would. And it can definitely be hard. And, you know, one of the people I was recently talking to about an hour before you uh, for an interview, and this was all out like off the camera, but you know, we were talking about haters, you know, as you sit there and, you know, you, you start growing this, this following or a mission or a business, you're going to start getting people that are going to hate on you. And the thing is that will sometimes suppress people's messages and their beliefs, uh, not necessarily their beliefs, but it just suppresses them and keeps them quiet. And that's not always the right thing to do um, because I, I shouldn't be telling you that it's right or wrong. That's my belief, but it right. doesn't mean that it's your belief. And who am I to say that my belief is right and yours is wrong. Um, so uh, going back to the whole haters, it, you know, you have people that are not going to agree with what I do either on this podcast or my coaching or some course that I'm creating. And that's okay. Because I have to look at who my, my main mission, what is my goal or my words uh, that I'm speaking right now. If you have a problem with it, that just means it's not for you. 
That means it, it's for the person that is accepting what I'm speaking about. Because maybe you've, you haven't opened up that awareness yet. And sometimes we have to experience things for our awareness to actually trigger and say, okay, well, I've tried all the other means. There's got to be a, a, another way out there because you know what? Mark has made it. Trey has made it or whoever. You know, you look at these people and guess what? We're all the same. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. And that just means the opportunities are out there for all of us. So sorry to go on a little tangent. I completely oh. agree uh, with what you're, you're speaking about. And I fully support it because, you know what? I support all these other movements too. Whether I agree with, you know, the end results or not, that doesn't matter. And um, I appreciate you standing up and speaking about that in regards to we the people and, uh, you know, the, the People's Patriot Project. So I, I do appreciate you. I'd like to share a little anecdote about that because uh, the other day we were sitting there and, again, uh, said leader apparently is building a, um, a party another political party called the the Patriot Party. And I had to do a little history or research um, and realize that that party actually already exists. He's not the founder of that thought or concept. And But I was sitting down with some of my board members and I was like, do we, do we change the name? Because we don't want to offend. We're, we're right down the middle. We're going to be down the middle. We accept all thoughts. We accept we're a holy, completely inclusive and uh one of my board members called in at that time and he goes mark and you're going to hear this today uh mark he goes how do you finish everything that you do and i go i said patriot pride he goes are you going to plan on getting rid of that and i'm like absolutely not i go the patriot stays and um you know the people's patriot project is a long title when you're typing it in for a url and we've got a plan to go WP3, but uh, we wanted to get our, our, our marketing branding out there first and let people know who we are. Uh, and we'll get to WP3, but the, the Patriot sticks. And because it's there's a passion, there's a passion, you feel it. When you hear the word Patriot, uh, there's a passion in that word that says, you know what? There was a lot of brothers and sisters that paid some and paid all to make sure that we get to fly that bad boy right there and make sure that we delay our heads down on the pillows of freedom at night. And so, um, no, I'm excited, man. We'll, we'll, we're there. We're here. We're not going anywhere. Um, and I just thank again for the opportunity to be here and share that message. Outstanding. Hey, I appreciate it. And you know what, honestly, I love the people's Patriot pot project. I love the name. And when you were talking about simplifying we P three, and I immediately started thinking of Weight Watchers. You know, they went from Weight Watchers to <laughs> WW. <laughs> well, I, yeah. So we use, and I, I got it all over the place, but we'll use the the we as in that's on the Constitution, and then we'll use the P for the people, and then we'll put a little uh, cubed up there at top. It's a People's Patriot Project, and so it's, and we use that nasty green. Uh, we call it the beacon of opportunity and the beacon of hope. Uh, gives people the opportunity to serve when they're done serving and give those that didn't get the chance to serve as well. So we get, we can, we're going to talk all day, brother. <laughs> well, for those that know me off camera, I can sit here and hold a conversation for I love it. So uh, the problem is I don't have enough time. <laughs> so I, I want to get into, into you, Mark. Absolutely. What about you? Let's learn about Mark and also the beginnings of, 
we p3 or the patriots uh or people's patriot project absolutely Can you tell us about the beginning what what the mission is and why sure um started starting with you and then we'll jump into there okay me i served in the army for 14 years uh i was a, a cannon cocker uh 13 bravo um after my service uh i became a firefighter um i'm also a school teacher and uh serving's always just kind of been in my blood i mean you know those people i i get it i can identify people that are servers servants um and it's just been in my blood it's something i want to do my mother was the florence nightingale of long-term care and she just she taught me you know the value of giving the value of uh um investing in people and uh, before I got into this, I did foster care and we, you know, took in a 28 teenage boys over the years and, and worked through several agencies and uh, built an agency and um, just always just been in the passion of serving. And so um, I was on the fire department in, in my community and uh, it was a volunteer fire department. <laughs> And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm recognizing and noticing that at the end of the day, in these volunteer fire departments, it's the members of the, the fire team the, or the rescue team that make this community work. And I'm talking the community of fire service at that point. Um, they're the ones paying to get the training. They're the ones who are paying for equipment. They're the ones making sure they're spending the time. And a lot of these firefighters at the end of the day don't have two dimes to rub together, but they're happy as can be. And they get together as a team and they burn some hot dogs in the backyard and have a couple of uh, uh, beverages, adult or not. And uh, it's, it's a family. And um, I decided at that point that there really needed to be a, a place here in Minnesota where these firefighters could go as a team or as a, a, you know, more than, you know, different communities could come in at different times and they get a little bit of restoration and re rehabilitation, even have a place for trainings, blah, blah, blah. So, and I was in the form and looked like a, a resort. And I, um, I, I just had a bigger vision when it started working through the details of it. And I'm like, you know what? All those that are dealing and and see trauma on a daily, there's 60 million first responder calls a day uh, across the country. Not day, I'm sorry, year. Um, misquoted that, I apologize. Um, and what these people don't have a chance or a place to, to release that. Um, and our veterans in the same boat, you know, Maybe they don't have the resources. Maybe they're trying to transition. Maybe, I mean, the sky's the limit. And so instead of just having a rehabilitation and recalibration, I uh, we started building the thought and concept of having a team available that helps people through the issues and concerns. Well, then it grew into something, well, let's put one of these in, in each state, and then we can cover different uh, things across. Now, my ignorance was part of the problem at this time because I didn't realize how many organizations there were out there doing this kind of stuff already. And that's been the amazing gift that I've gotten in building 
what we built is the, the relationships with other organizations. The greatest part is, and you mentioned it earlier, we do a weekly podcast called We Got Your Six at Six, uh, Patriot Playtime, Sundays at 6 o'clock Central Standard Time. Um, it's a live show, and uh, we have people from all over the country come on. We put a musician on, a veteran first responder musician, and we put an organization on and we talk about what we can do to save lives um and i know that i'm getting off this your question a little bit but it's what we're doing we're building relationships we're boots on the ground and there's been several times when someone calls me and says hey i have this need and i'm like well you know what i'm not in kansas right now but i can send you and i don't do a referral because i call up the guy scotty sexton at uh, forgotten 22 and say hey we've got a guy he's in need uh, what can we do for them? And then we get all three of us on the phone at the same time and say, hey, let's work through this. Sometimes it's just the need of a sandwich. Sometimes it's just the need of having a conversation. Sometimes it's the need of having a roof over their head for a day and or a couple of days. And we, and we fix that problem. Uh, we lighten the load and we figure out what we can do to fix that. And we've got resources all over the country um, that I can call Chad Danger. And he can come in and he'll, he'll help veterans with some of their processing. Um, it's just been an amazing ride. So um, that is the beginning and kind of where we're at right now. We have a flagship mission of building properties that can bring, um, we call it 13 star accommodation. I'm struggling, I'll be honest with you. I'm struggling with adding the 14 star for the Space Force. But I, I suppose at some point I've got to open that door and say, that's part of our U.S. military. We are going to open with arms. I just, I'm struggling with that one a little bit. Um, and I like well, let me, number 13. Let me, let me ask you really quick. <laughs> are you struggling because you're making it about you and your thoughts, or are you making it about them? So I don't, I haven't done the research. That's why I'm struggling. I don't know. I, I've heard, and I, I haven't spent the time in it. And I need to realize that these are service members as well. So um, I just don't know how big it is. The, the funny thing is the other day, and I'm, I told I'm a school teacher, the other, I have the perfect kid that is going to be amazing. And I didn't think I'd ever refer someone to the Space Force, but I, I looked at my kiddo and I said, it's virtual uh, on a Zoom meeting. I'm like, hey, buddy, you need to join the Space Force. And he's just like, I'm going to look into that. And he's he's a great kid. So I I then you know what space force is all in then at that point no season yeah i mean the big thing is we have to we need to evolve you know as a human race in general so there's always going to be something that needs to be to be had or to explore you know i'm thinking of the brain as well as the space force but when you think of the brain and the steps that we've had now in regards to uh, the neuroplasticity within the brain and the whole neuroscience in general is just completely taken off and a whole new understanding of how our minds work. So um, while you were also talking, I was thinking of, I don't know if you know uh, David Payne, but I had him, he was actually a sponsor for episode, uh, season two, episode four. That's what I was looking down while you were sitting here talking. And that was overcoming sexual trauma with Brooke Heim. And during that episode, I had him sponsor. I, I'm doing a free sponsor during some shows for those that are making impacts. And he has put together GI resupply. So you know what? 
I'm going to go ahead and do another plug for him today because, you know, it, it flows with our conversation. So David Payne with GI Resupply, what he does is he has different packages people can subscribe to and buy just one care package or set up monthly installments. And these can be sent out to regular um, or on the regular to people that are serving overseas. So he has taken that and, you know, started doing this to to get that word out and letting those soldiers marines you know um all the services know that we're still thinking about them so you know david and uh, i appreciate and applaud you and gi resupply so getting back to you mark since i just did a, a random plug there i love it <laughs> but it's true you know it comes down to what we do on a daily basis and helping people and one of the other things I was thinking of, you know, I am sorry, my kids, you know, I am at You're home. Good. It's okay. I, I tell everybody it's not a big deal to me because you know what? I am a father of five. So things are going to happen. This stuff isn't perfect. So um, getting back to me and, you know, through my coaching um, studies, I went through the Tony Robbins, uh, Robbins Madonna's courses, and he has the six different human needs. And, you know, I am kind of going away from you, but, one of the things you talked about was the, the growth and con or contribution. And that's why I'm bringing this up. You know, you have um, uh, in regards to love and connection, there's four, four main um, values, so to speak for an individual, but the last two is growth and contribution, which is giving back. And that is what truly fulfills us as people to, and when you look at it, growth, we're, we're growing ourselves. And in turn, we're not just sitting there getting knowledge, we're getting wisdom because we're sharing it and putting it out there and giving those experiences. And when you can live your life within those six or even understand, you know, how you're living your life, one of them is, um, you know, love and connection. Uh, are you out there connecting with other people and living from your heart? And uh, you have variety, um, you have significance, you have, you know, I'm kind of going crazy off track. So maybe I love that's it. something for, for a different episode, but with growth and contribution, that is what fulfills us as human beings. So are you growing and are you contributing? Cause a lot of times we use, I used to do this. I used to come home and not do a dang thing. And I was at the worst mental headspace when I was doing that. And when I learned to you know grow myself and grow others and give back, that is when I truly feel the most upbeat, happiest. And uh, so sorry to kind of hijack that. Sometimes no. I do this, just random talking. So, um, but I appreciate you. So I don't know if you had anything to say on that. I I no. So one <laughs> of the things we say is that to, to serve is therapeutic. And that's exactly what, what we're seeing. I mean, there's, there's growth in it. There's understanding. Now, I also believe that, and this is, this is part of the marketing and branding of what we do. I have a hard time, and I and I know not everyone's not everyone, and I'm hopefully don't destroy the whole whole show here with this statement. But not everyone in the military is a clean cut all American human being. I'm going to just say that right now, um, and yeah, not every <laughs> and not every first responder is either. Um, but that doesn't stop the fact that I think in general, in general. The people that get into the military, the people that are first responders, intended to serve. 
They want to serve. They want to help. They want to be part of something bigger than themselves. And so I've taken that whole concept of service and I've applied it to this nonprofit and said, hey, this is a chance to continue to serve after service. Or this is the chance to serve when you didn't have the chance to serve. I don't know how many times I've heard this story where, well, I wanted to join the military, but I had asthma. Well, here's a chance. Here's for you have now a chance to give back to your community, give back to your country. And again, I really do believe in We the People, the People's Patriot Project, and the ideas of, of servitude. I really do believe in them. There's a key life reason as to why and I kind of already talked about it. And, you, you know, you hit it uh, right on the head is, yes, we have bad apples everywhere. It doesn't matter. It, you know, we all go through certain trainings. We're meant to try and uplift ourselves and come uh, cohesively and build a unit of oneness. And, you know, th there's people out there that are thinking only of themselves and not giving back to the greater good or the, you know, that unit. So once again, when you were pulling back, you're thinking about yourself. Maybe that's why they're, you know, being the bad apples because there's reasons behind it and they haven't opened up their awareness to become more, to become part of that, that unit. So um, there was definitely something I didn't write it down uh, that I wanted to explore in regards to what you guys, Oh, uh, what are some of the things that you guys are actually working on right now or have worked yeah. on? You know, can we explore that a little bit? Absolutely. So right now I'd have to say the biggest movement we have is the building relationships of organizations across the country. Like I said, we've got our podcast on Sundays. We invite people, um, organizations and and individuals on to share their their story and how what they think they have to offer the rest of the world that has allowed us to build kind of this infrastructure and framework of organizations where literally i can call up and say hey we've got this person um what can we do and let's work on it together and we troubleshoot the whole thing um we're in the process of looking and acquiring properties all over the country we're looking primarily right now uh, we're looking at a property in kansas uh, we want to call it Heartland, and um, this would be a place that we're just people can go and take a break. I mean, literally, not have to worry about anything. And we want it to be, and I said earlier, 13 star accommodation, 14 star accommodation doesn't exist. Um, it's not Disneyland, but it is. It is a place where you eat great food, you have great conversation. Uh, you get to maybe go fishing, you get to look at a bonfire, have someone playing some music, just a place to to let go of everything else that is got you held down in the rest of the world. Um, and you know what, we want to keep it at a very significantly low cost. You know, we want to give it away to our Purple Hearts. We want to give it away to our, our Gold Star families. Um, you know what, if you got 20 years of service, we haven't broken down. There's a matrix that has evolved with it, but we don't have the property right now, so we don't have to worry about some of that stuff. Um, we're, getting, we're looking at some places in Minnesota. We're looking at some places in Texas. I'm looking at a place in Nashville. The other piece that we're doing is we do relevance. Um, we already believe in helping out uh, veterans and first responders. 
um, and we want to restore them. Uh, an example is we adopt people during the holiday season and families during the holiday season, and we give them kind of the shock and awe of Christmas. Um, we started this last year, went into this year. Oh, man, it just melts my heart, the things that we've got to do. And it literally is, we, we try to make Christmas a servant. And we're not talking about buying gifts and stuff. We're talking about, you know, family time. We're talking about the experience of someone bringing a real tree into their house and decorating it and taking care of it. And we understand that the, the family needs to be part of that whole piece. That's the other part of our mission is uh, recognizing the unsung heroes of our veterans and first responders. And that's the families. These families didn't know what they were getting into when they decide to attach to a veteran or first responder and there's a lot of stuff that goes along with that and so i right now i'll do a shout out to all those who have a first responder and a military member in your household thank you for the endless support that you give these ladies and and, and gentlemen um they could not do what they're doing without you and uh it's you're a pivotal part of the mission regardless whether you feel like it um i i know it's not always easy and i just thank all of you that do support your your veteran and your first responder thank you to those family members i have um, a mouthful to say really quick okay <laughs> you know first and foremost man i i love what you're you're speaking about in regards to the family members the spouses the dependents and i want to say dependents for a reason i was i don't know if you've heard of the clubhouse app and there's some amazing conversations that go on in the clubhouse. And I was speaking with a, a dependent or a, if you want to call him, you know, a, the, the wife of a soldier. And she hated the word dependent because in her eyes, she was dependent on that soldier. And I said, but if you change the way that you look at that word right now, those soldiers we're dependent on you. We're dependent upon you because you're the ones that are at home that are having to care for the, the kids that are making sure they get out to school to pay the bills, to go grocery shopping. And really we're out fighting a war or maybe out on training or just our everyday sitting, you know, going to, to work and we're stuck in meetings or, but regardless, the mission is going on at home. And so, yes, that word dependent is, it's a big word, but it can depend on how you were sitting on what side of the fence. But once again, it, it comes to opening up our awareness and saying, look, it's not necessarily you being dependent on that soldier or that Marine or sailor, uh, airman, whatever, or space cadet. I don't even know what they, they call themselves yet, but, <laughs> right, <laughs> um, you know, so. I love that you brought that up and I wanted to bring that up in this podcast because it, it stood true. And I wanted to make sure that she had a different awareness about that as well. So awesome. yes, thank you all that are out there doing that. And before we actually hit the record button for this episode today, we were talking offline about doing a, like a 24 hour event. And I know you were talking about, potentially doing that for free and i honestly was telling you against it 
because of the fact like people don't have to donate anything but let's be real you are there for a cause a bigger calling than yourself and when we were talking about this you said well you know i I don't really want to collect money i said that's right you don't have to but you can still have that option in case somebody wants to donate and you just talked about the land that you guys you know this bigger vision than yourself to impact so many more and you don't have that land yet which also comes to a fact that you don't have that money to be able to purchase that land i I, i'm not saying you do or don't i don't know your finance financial stuff but you're out there making a bigger impact but you're not collecting money to to go and just you know buy a big house or well maybe on that land for others to stay right. at right but the thing is you have to get the money from somewhere so you know if if you guys are sitting here and still listening to this podcast which i truly hope you are is i want you guys to go onto our facebook page and let's have a conversation about this you should mark actually go and you know put a place where people can donate money to make these truer visions come true so hopefully you guys uh can do that for us let's hear your own words and mark um i know this isn't going to air yet but i want you to go live in our facebook group just kind of explain you know quickly introduce yourself and who you are and that you are on this upcoming podcast and you can leave it at that. And you know what? I'll probably chime in later on, do it live as well. And uh, it, we'll end up having another discussion about this I love as well. It. So, <laughs> I love so it. what do you have to, what do you have to say about that? What, what's going on in your, your mind at this point? Yeah, it is. Uh, the reason why we're doing as many podcasts as we're doing, including our own, because we do a debrief on Fridays Um and then we do our, we got your six at six on Sundays. And uh, we're looking at doing a round table as well. And I never wanted to get into podcasts. I That's not, we're so busy and it's busy good. Um, I'm not beat down. This stuff is the stuff that gives us the energy. It gives us the fire, but it's essential because I know we are one conversation away from someone walking in saying, this will make a difference let's take care of this. And I, I know someone in this network, someone in your network, um, I was just on Kaufman's podcast as well. Someone is going to hear the message and they're going to believe in, in this enough to say, hey, let's make this happen. Um, we've done the, the, the funding campaigns and, and stuff like that. And it's hard to walk in. Um, one of the reasons why we're looking in Kansas, we found a beautiful property, land in Kansas, does not cost the same amount as land in Minnesota. Um, almost by like 400% difference. I mean, we're looking at a property down in Kansas for $300,000. In Minnesota, it's $5.5 million. And I have a hard time. I have a hard time walking and, and doing a camp and say, hey, we need $5.5 million. Why? And there's a lot of reasons why. And we have the reasons why. Our, you can see it on TV. You hear it every day. 17 to 75 veterans. You'll hear 22, and we'll use that as our marketing and branding number, but the number is 17 to 75 veterans and first responders commit suicide every day. And we just need to get, we need to grab them. We need to get them, 
take care of them. Um, and as I said, it's not exclusive firefighters, police, um, EMS, and, and veterans. It's, it's people who love this country and want to be part of something bigger than themselves. And you said it earlier, and I, it's a phrase I use all the time. This isn't about me. It's about we. Um, this is about our country. I, I love the idea of baseball and apple pie and, you know, fireworks on the 4th of July. I didn't mean to be a poet there, but um, it works out. And I love it. I love it. I, I'm i not a fireworks fan, but you know what? When you're amongst a bunch of friends and family and you just, uh, you're, you're getting to celebrate life together. And I think we've moved too far from that. We've all, earlier we said it, people find a way to, to hate. People find a way to, to take away from others' joy. And I... I think we need to get back to just the simple things. And uh, that's what these properties would bring to our veterans and first responders. And again, if you want to be a patron to the process, uh, you're welcome to be part of the mission and you're welcome to use the properties as well. That's part of our vision as well. Those that want to be part of it, get to have the good parts of it. You know, I definitely want, uh, if you have that whole donation stuff as well, I would love to first and foremost be part of bringing awareness to that. If you're doing 24 hours, 12 hours, whatever it is, um, I, I make sure you keep in touch with me because I want to be able to to come in, share anywhere I can, maybe even do live streaming to the, the Facebook group somewhere, just different ways, avenues. So that's something you and I, if you want, we can plan that out. And I, I want to get- I want to get real for a minute. And I, (laughs) once again, I I talked about this earlier today to another group of individuals and we were talking about suicide. One of the things that I have done, I was military, originally I was combat engineer, switched to military police, did investigations. One of the trainings I was fortunate enough to go through was a suicide intervention training. And the big thing about that is I've lost a lot of brothers and sisters personally to suicide. You know, people coming home that got out of the military. When I was coming back from Fallujah in Iraq in 04 and the Marines were coming in, um, they were at, maybe that was their second rotation, but they were in Kuwait and this one soldier ended up going into the chaplain tent and blew his brains out. And we had to go in there and take care of all the personal belongings and, you know, this whole entire scene and having to, to deal with that and just know that, you know, life is worth living. And what the things that were going on is the fact that they were negatively stacking all these other things that were going on. You know, obviously I wasn't there. I don't know that that one individual, but oftentimes you see it time and time again. What about depression? Well, guess what? There was one negative thought, one negative event, one negative action. And then that leads to the next negative thought, negative action, next negative event. And now we have 10 different things and we can't deal with Mm -hmm. anymore. And then we have a lifelong lesson of negatives that we're dealing with. And that's where, you know, things get very hairy. Um, After I got out of the military, there was uh, one of my district managers. I went into uh, solar sales. Uh, you know, I was his assistant district manager and, you know, he was on the verge, same thing and ended up overdosing. 
and die. You know, so it, it doesn't matter if you're in the military or not. This whole thing is it's huge, and it's become more and more of an issue because of how connected that we are both socially and in social media as well as you know these picture perfect lives that we see that all these people are having and that's the biggest part of the issue so i don't know what you have to say on that well we talked we talked about this a little bit pre-show a little bit and messaging is a huge piece in our society right now um i don't think everyone is capable of of managing social media um and I get it. Everyone's got their own flavor for what they want to do. You got your trolls. You got your people that want to tear stuff down. I get it. It's it's their personality and stuff. But, uh, you know, it is affecting people that are in there and are reading it. It's not a political statement, but I am absolutely 100% disgusted by how some of our media is framing some of the verbiage of our what's going on. And it's the messaging. I personally think that we have um, an onslaught of social emotional things going on right now because you hear it on the news every single day. They're showcasing stories about it. And I guess maybe in a sense, we're doing the same thing, but I don't see us doing it in a way that we're in your face. Everything up until this part of this conversation was absolutely positive moving forward making a difference i don't see that coming from our media being positive moving forward making a difference it's almost like i want to put a chink in that armor to let something get in there and fester and i'm not the guy that is a conspiracy theorist i'm not the guy that is like uh woe is me this and that we're going to move forward we're going to our messaging is going to be positive you'll see me smile more than not Life's not that bad. Yes, we've gone through some tough stuff recently, but here's the deal. At the end of the day, if there's food in your belly and a roof over your head and you're safe, everything else is frosting, to be honest with you. I know everyone wants more. I know everyone wants to go out and drink with their buddies at the bars. I get it. I know everyone wants to go out and sit down in a restaurant and eat. I get it. I, I actually, I kind of don't get it because I make better food than most restaurants do anyway, so... Uh, I'm a food snob, and I enjoy being a food snob. And so um, I've been sadly disappointed going out and eating and not getting good food. And so it is what it is. Um, but again, spin it spin it positive. What can you do today to spin it positive? I dare you. If you wake up and say this is going to be a poopy day, chances are you're going to have a poopy day, just the way it works. Uh, I normally don't talk that way, just so you know, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it definitely coincides there's going to be an episode coming out right before yours and it was all about gratitude and it's true it's all about what we're filling our minds with as soon as we wake up in the morning is it those negative thoughts from the previous day that maybe we just bring in and the problem is 90 percent of our thoughts from you know the morning is actually from the previous days which are all negative so um and the time that you know we were sitting here speaking about suicide that was not about being negative that was about bringing awareness that things are going on and just like what you're doing and your mission with the people's patriot project is lifting those people up it's actually extending a hand to for a hand up and not a hand out so 
Um, I truly applaud you, and I appreciate everything we've been sitting here talking about today. It's, it's invigorating, to be honest with you. And uh, the more people that can get on this this train, the, the more positive it's going to be. I had uh, my lifelong most favorite teacher back in Cody, Wyoming, Mr. Meister, if any of you Codyites are listening, Mr. Meister always said, garbage in, garbage out. Um, what you bring in is what you're going to get out. So if I'm putting garbage into someone's brain, someone's going to give me back garbage. And so I, we're going we're gonna to kick this, brother. We're going to go get our, our brothers and sisters that need a hand. And that's so true. And, you know, when somebody sits there and says crap to you or crap to me, our first instinct is to protect ourselves. That's a safety mechanism within our brain. And so as soon as something, you know, that crap is coming out, of course, we're going to fire back. And you can see it, the same thing with our kids. If we're going to sit there and, and say certain things to them, we're going to get the same stuff right back. And it's yes. all because that's part of how the brain is wired. It's wired for the safety and, uh, you know, conserving energy and um, along with other things. But, um, yeah, so I just wanted to hint on that. So, you know what, man, I Mark, I really do appreciate you coming out today and having this journalized just conversation just hanging out you know I'd, I'd almost say we, we should be drinking like a pint of beer or something during I, our, our talk here <laughs> you know what that that's what our first show started off as as a uh, virtual happy hour uh, on friday nights about the second weekend uh, to march last year we always did a little piece called uh, what's in your cup and everyone on the show was telling us all this 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 and this and uh, all of us went on a diet sometime during the summer, so we all started drinking water, and then we couldn't do our what's in your cup because everyone was drinking water. It got boring, so we got to drop that out of our show. It was kind of fun. That's hilarious. So um, before we jump off of here, is there anything that you would like to share with our, our listeners? Right um, you know what? If you want to reach out to us, we're at www.thepeoplespatriotproject.org. Sorry for so long. Um, we've got a Facebook group. We've got a Facebook page. Um, we are on every Sunday night at six o'clock central standard time, 1800 for those who don't know how to read the round clock and, or can't count it twice, whatever. And, uh, you know what? We're just on the mission to save lives. That's it. And, uh, we would love each and everybody. We have a, a ton of opportunities for people to be involved. We're going to grow and we're going to go save our brothers and sisters the best we can with what we got. So one quick question for you yeah. is, Will, I know in the interview forms, I asked if you know people have listened to this podcast before and you did list one. I'm curious to know if you listened to any others. And if so, what was your favorite one so far? You know, I have to be honest with you and I, I'm going to use what you told me. Um, I'm not necessarily a consumer. I'm more of a producer. <laughs> and uh, it's, I wish I had more time to do it um, and listen, because I want to grow, A, as a podcaster, uh, B, as a professional. And uh, I want to use the skill sets of, I mean, I'm going to ask you the same questions. You know, what What did you like? What did you see? Um, I appreciate your candor. I appreciate your straightforwardness. I appreciate the straight, real talk. Um, 
I think we slide away from that too often. And um, a lot of people are about the the bells and the whistles and the bings and the bangs and the the show. Um, I'll be honest, I, I modeled our show kind of after um, a Tonight Show, not can't use Tonight Show, but whatever, whatever that is, PM late evening uh, info magazine piece, um, because we do have a live musician, um, usually on every single show, and we try to bring a veteran organization or first responder organization to every show. And uh, we just try to talk about the real stuff. And that's what I appreciated about you. And I knew I wanted to build this relationship. And again, I already see the niche that we have. Uh, it's the conversation we had and, and building something bigger together. And that's, I'm excited about that. And so um, there's, there's so many bits and pieces to this puzzle and we're gonna figure it out. Outstanding, man. I appreciate your authentic answers. And uh, for those of you that are listening, of course, he has listened. That's why any guest that comes on, they have to at least listen to one of them. So um, so I at least appreciate you for being honest and at least getting into one of them. And overall, just the, the fact of you, what you're doing in your entire mission is still needed. It doesn't matter if there's, you know, you talked offline real quick. Tell me these numbers real quick. How many uh, veteran uh, charities? Or yeah, there's 2.2 million uh, nonprofit organizations across the country. There's 40,000 uh, veteran organizations. Um, and we're all fighting for the same stuff. Uh, we call it a tackle box. We want to work with everyone because you don't catch the same fish off the same stuff or different fish off the same stuff. Not that I want to equate our, our veterans and first responders as fish, but um, we got to catch them somehow. And we need to have as many nets and, and hooks and lures in the water as we can. And each and every one of us are going to do something a little bit different. So, you know, with that being said, it's just like me. You know, I told you about my life coach and training and success coach and, you know, all these different names, but at the end of the day, it's about what makes me different from the other coach that's out there. And honestly, it's just about resonating with the stories that you have or I have that truly make that connection. So I really do appreciate you coming out and taking this time. For those of you that would like to link up with Mark, I, I asked him to go live within our Facebook community and we're going to have his uh, website in the show notes. We'll have um, a couple different interactions. There's going to be on uh, the first Friday of every month, the guests that have come on to this podcast that are agreeing, they will actually be out there uh, during a live Q&A for anybody that is out there listening. So that's why I always ask every guest and participant to also invite five people to our group, because that will help get a diverse group to be able to, to listen and learn from each and every one of us. So Mark in closing thoughts, or um, is there anything else left that you would like to say before I just go ahead and hit this shutdown button? I, I think we've covered a, a huge piece. There's one thing that I do want to say, and that's, I'm not afraid. And I hate making it personal because we do, oh man, I get, 
show overshadowed like this this is crazy (laughs) (laughs) for those of you that are listening to this i just picked up my daughter who was one so that's what he's referring to (laughs) it's awesome it's awesome family is what makes this work um i'm not afraid of the critic and in fact the critic makes me stronger um i'm willing to learn and willing to grow and anyone that wants to give us the opportunity to to check us out tell us what we're doing wrong and tell us what we can do better um this is a collaboration it's not a (laughs) dictatorship and uh, we are so excited to have the opportunity to serve and we get to serve because the people that see what we're doing helps us out so Thank you for the opportunity, Trey. Uh, Thank you for everything. All right. Hey, Mark, I appreciate it. I look forward to our our continued friendship and growing together, um, making those connections. And if there's anything I can do for you and your organization, please feel free to reach out anytime. And I'll see what I can do to work work that out as well. So at the end of the day, um, as always, you guys, make the rest of your day the best of your day. Patriot pride. Thank you for taking the time and listening to this podcast. If you're enjoying the Forging Life podcast, I ask you this. Take a moment and head over and rate this podcast. If you're listening to it on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you enjoy the most, please just take a moment so that way it will help get this episode or episodes into the ears of somebody else. And if you would like to join the discussion, make sure you head over to the Facebook page, Forging Life Podcast, and join us there.